Welcome to the Scottish Property Podcast. This is a show where we aim to educate, inspire and entertain through real life stories and interviews from people in the Scottish property community. As always, thanks for listening and give us a follow on social media and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Remember to join us at our monthly networking events on the first Wednesday of every month. Tickets are available on our website. So without further ado, we'll just cut straight into this week's podcast. So welcome back to the Scottish Property Podcast. It's just myself and Nick Ponty today having a sh- chat, shooting the shit. Like so what, you tell, like, I've been babbling on about my <laughs> business, like, so what, how, how do you feel like you could be improving things at the moment? Oh man, I'm a fucking nightmare with stuff like that as well. Like, you do the stuff you enjoy doing, the stuff that, yeah, that you get a bit of fulfillment from, but when it comes to the tasks you should be doing to move the business on, the ones you don't like, or you kind of be arsed, you, you seem to procrastinate. Ah, fuck, I'll get to that later. And you knock it away. So yeah, I'm, I'm quite bad with that. But then, again, I kind of look at it going, what do you want out of life for it? Do you want this great big scaled business or do you want something you enjoy doing every day? Mm. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah. It feels like you've created a life that you enjoy. And and what, in terms of like what you're actually doing now, because obviously we've have done a few episodes where it's been focused on your property mm-hmm. stuff, and obviously, just to summarise to people, you've obviously done you've done a heck of a lot over the last couple of years, very active, um, which has been great for the podcast because it's given us content basically. <laughs> people watching see when it all goes fucking cut on down. <laughs> I know, people are uh, that was one of the biggest questions that people keep keep asking us. So how are you? How are you getting on then? How's things going with your exit off your 38 unit portfolio purchase oh. bridge on your... <laughs> well, I've, I've probably experienced like some problems the last few months that I never really anticipated because before, for me, it's always been put to a lighting engine. But I, had a, I came through to Glasgow a couple of weeks ago and my, my phone drove me fucking nuts. Like it continuously went off. Now, and it was the lighting agent's you know, an issue with that, that one's vacated, right. got a maintenance issue here, like the must, it, was, it was just non-stop, constantly. Then actually, I thought, what the fuck was that all about? But then I looked back on it, between the 39 units in Aberdeen, the seven HMO flats, the six property portfolio bought the start of the year, I was like, holy shit, there's like over mm. 50 units been added to the portfolio this year. Like that, that's, yeah, I've changed the dynamics of the business completely from this investment business to, I've just created a freaking job for myself almost managing the agents just managing um, calls and I, making decisions I was like shit like we need almost need a portfolio manager so that's that's been quite interesting but because we're still so much in the thick of the 39 um my exit finance went through for the for the hmo so that's that was fine the other six has been cleared i think the last bridge the bridging launch has been paid off um mortgages went through and that so that's yeah it's been six months seven months but this eight this 39 unit one now this is causing nothing but problems because of the way the market's been going when we appraised it back in October November now you're looking at a, a seriously different interest rate but not only the interest rate you're looking at seriously different arrangement costs there was a 1% arrangement fee now it's 5% arrangement fee mm. so try and exit that you're looking at non-favourable lending products but they've got you by the complete balls because we're on a 9, 9.6% bridge and we need to get the lending cheaper to get the cash flow back up on the portfolio and you're like the last two weeks I'm sure we've just put in um, refinance applications for I think there's I can't remember how many it was there's a lot went through but when I added up the biggest pain point to me was you add up the debt that was going to add to the portfolio and there's 110 grand the flipping arrangement fees getting added to the loans wow. so you're like shit that's not de-risking which we were which we were almost doing at the start of this like that's, the, that's de-risk that sells some off that start paying overpaying some debt pay off the more expensive and is that just added to the loan then and then obviously that brings down your your cash flow aye 
Um, so, so it's not going to affect. But the, the big ones that, that that took us by surprise as well was that this, obviously the interest rate was going up, so the stress tests were stricter because our market rents are lower than not market value rent because we couldn't put the rents up. You would you would like oh no you can you can only exit this one at fifty four percent loan to value. You know, to meet the stress test. Right. So so you were like, right, can we chuck it from a two-year now to a five-year fix? So you're fixing these at five years on a higher interest rate at a 5% arrangement fee. But like I said, you're all, we've almost no choice with it because we have to exit the short-term finance to get on some long-term debt. Um, so where, do you, where, where are you sitting at with that at the moment? Like in terms um, I think about seven or eight applications went in yesterday with right. Invest. So they've all been signed. We've had valuations come back last week. One came back, we put in some of foundation, foundation Home Loans, I think it's called. It's an English lender that had been, been up to Scotland for the last year or two, I think. Um, they've got a minimum value of 75. We put in some of the studio one-bed flats that were at that value. They were downvalued under the 75, so they're no longer, um, Foundation Home Loans won't, no longer won't take them. So then you're, you're, you're constantly changing and evolving and going to the next lender. And who but not, the problem with you up there is that there isn't a lot of lenders to go to. Well, we're also, we've only had them for two months, so we're almost looking at the lenders that one lend in Scotland, two lend in Aberdeen, mm. three will lend before you've owned it six months, four allow you to use private investor finance because obviously asking you where you where you get the where you've how you've bought the properties. Um, so it's looking at all these criteria and trying to f- pigeonhole which ones are going into where. Now the majority of them are within two blocks. Um, one's Headland Court in Aberdeen and one's in Cherry Bank. Gardens, which I think Cherry Bank Gardens has got 19 flats in, out, out of them. So you've got a concentricity mm. issue as well. Um, so it's trying, to, it's trying to overcome them. So that's still a thick in that. But I suppose the beauty of it is we've sold a couple of flats from the portfolio because the Aberdeen rents are rising like everywhere, like we've, we spoke mm. about on the, the market updates. They're saying 13%. We've just had four relets this month and they're up about... I think the average is about 27, 28% increase. So we've got a decent increase in it. Mm. So if you actually look at it from a market value point of view, you know, these flats are producing a anywhere between 9 and 12% yield. So for an investor that's an attractive property, well, I can buy that flat at 650, 65 grand and get 550 rent. Like they're great, great yields. So you know you'll be able to attract investors to try and buy these ones off you a yield basis, a cash investor just looking for a good return. So I think the exit will be exit some more them to the deal leverage and try and almost pay the flipping arrangement fees off yeah. would, be, would be the first protocol. But mm. you, you know you've always got pain points in. Sounds like a very complex, difficult deal. It's possibly, like you say, it's come at a bad time. It's came at a bad time, and but I'm, try, I'm always trying to look at that high-level number. Try not get deluded with the fact that the fucking, the, you know, the, I don't know, like the the shiny penny or the shiny stars in the future looking at a gold mill. We bought we, high level. If we've got a million pound discount on the portfolio, if we sold them all at the market value, we've got a million pound of profit. But we've got to get through this pain point in the next five years where we're fixing these on higher interest rate mortgages. Mm-hmm. The market's still recovering Aberdeen, down valuations, arrangement fees getting added to it. We'll have a, we'll have a bit of pain to come over. But overall, it's still a good deal and it just got to try. But how does it look? Obviously, you were talking about that 9% on the bridging and stuff. Is it nine percent? Yeah, nine point six percent. I'm sure it is. Uh, I mean, are you still are you are you managing to break even? Yeah, like, and that's that's it. It's like twenty one grand a month on that bridging loan uh, sounds quite terrifying when you're building when you're scaling a portfolio. But because they're all tenanted, then you're you're basically just asset yeah. managing it. 
you know, refurbing the property. He's getting them a lucky paint. Get just hoping there's no too many boilers going and stuff like that. Well, there's, they're all electric heating, so it's brilliant. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fact on fees, and uh, it's it's almost just trying to right. asset manage it, risk mitigate it. Just make sure we're we're, in, we're getting the rents up to market value. Yeah. We're getting the properties in the condition they need to be in. Luckily, they're all well maintained. They're in good condition. It's just the bits that I've probably neglected is the, the guy that we bought them from is in his 70s. So the, most uh, of them are Magnolia. Most of them have got pine furniture. But apart from that, good. Uh, some of them have been refreshed and not quite there, but a lot of them are just getting a lick of pain, yeah. changing out the furniture or try to leave them unfurnished. And, which is and fine in Glasgow, mate. I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> like I see some of the stuff. You go up those properties up in Aberdeen, you go around them and you're like, right, this needs ripped out, that needs ripped out. I'm like, what are you doing, man? That's like mint for this no, thing, well, this, this, is, this is Glasgow the, market. <laughs> the beauty of the way the, the market's changed in Aberdeen and, and I suppose the way, the way our strategies change for the portfolio is... It's different. It's a different marketplace. Two years ago, you'd have to, you know, to do the BRRR, which was our main uh, focus, was rip it right back out, yeah. new kitchen, new bathroom, even though you look at it and you're like, that kitchen's better than the one in my house. It's yeah. like, it's a decent <laughs> enough uh, stock. But now, now you can get away with now just like it with paint and changing out the carpets. So mm-hmm. we've got that, that, you know, the supply and demand for the rental income, the rent, the there's not enough stock, there's not enough decent stock. So people are not requiring as much. And because our strategy's changed, we don't need every single last penny out of the portfolio we're looking at as a business as a holistic business over an overview of it and trying to mm. just make decisions based on the whole portfolio not just oh that flat needs to be to x value to refinance it that loan to value so we can pull the money back out it's more of a where's the portfolio a uh, loan to value across the whole port the whole board where do we all pay what debt do we try and pay off first and i uh, just look at it from a, a bigger picture and you happy with the way the, the HMO buildings turned out then? Yes. La- How's that been working? Good. That, that was three, I think it's been three months income from it, which we're, you're talking about when you're talking about your um, your your West End Glasgow flats. Like if somebody brings in £1,500 or two grand, well, mm. it's a nice feeling because, I mean, all my stock in my portfolio is always, I would have been 650 max. Yeah. Like I've had one at 800 um, but I, it's always been that lower value stock but now when you're looking at it and you're seeing £2,000 a month incomes coming in from you know almost seven of them you're like oh fuck that's nice chunky yeah. uh, chunky rental incomes um, so that that has been nice there's we've got not quite got over the bit where all the money's back out and everything's paid off right. I've got a, I've got I've got a council tax bill where and if you get investors still to pay off no no, like no they're all paid back off it's right. my money that's left in it so, so it's just it's just me um, which I'm happy with that it's, it's in exactly the position that where I wanted it to be mm-hmm. the it's just wee things that were overhanging do you know when we first got the property in the beginning of December I've had a six month renovation period and obviously the councillor tried to go and hit me for 200% council tax it was like right, right. The, the building's empty here's the proof so they came back and agreed fifty percent discount. Right. Um, but on f- on those flats for that six month period, it's still seven thousand pounds. So Ouch. it's still like three hundred thirty four pound a flat. So the time you get a bit of discount, and there are obviously seven of them, you're like fucking hell. Like this is still a chunky bit. So it's all these wee things that are coming up and biting you, or not biting you. You, you knew yeah. they were there. You're not of, quite reaping the rewards. Not reaping yet. the rewards yet. Aye. They, there was like no, but the Sparky that's in the network, like he he was he understood the, he's been on the the workshop, so he understood the the concept of what I was doing, and he said, look, I'm happy if uh, you pay me my invoice at the end, it wants you to refinance. So there was guys like that that were like. 
you know, Trish Crook's up there helping me with project management. She's like, look, I've got my fee in it after yeah. a couple of months when you're up and running and stuff. Right. So, so that 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 certainly helped. But you're paying off these wee yeah, wee tick list uh, still going on. Tick list. <laughs> There's a couple of things left in the tick list, but when they're paid off, it'll be uh, nice to see it by the end of the year. Just just cash flow because the plan was was to use that positive cash flow to o- overpay on some of the other debt as well. There just to kind of just to try and deleverage it a little bit. Um, because it's not bouncing back yet in Aberdeen, like the capital values. So if I've got some refinances coming up in the next two, three years, up to four, five years, if the capital values haven't improved and I've not paid off any debt, then I'm not in any better position, really. Mm. So I'd prefer to try and use that higher cash flow and uh, property and try and deleverage some of the rest of the portfolio. And what are you seeing in the in the property <coughs> education space then? Obviously, you're, you do that as part of your business as well. Like, what, what's your plans for that? It's, it's good. I, I want to focus on that next year because I kind of feel like I think there's going to be a bit of bloodbath in the economy. I think there's going to be quite a lot of shit going on and people are going to really, really feel the pinch and I still believe in what we're doing. I still believe in helping people mm-hmm. invest in property, build up portfolio, flip properties. So I, I'm going to focus. I think next year's going to be a full focus on I'm, I'm I'm going to I'm going to say this publicly to you and to the listeners that I'm going to try and not buy any more next year and take a break. But if if there's some deals come up, you know I'm not going to be able to uh, refuse it. But I'm not going to actively look for anything at the moment. I'm hope, hopefully going to clean up behind us, start overpaying, start paying some debt, and focus on the workshops next year for a year and try to help as much people as I can. Because I think that like I say, I think next year is going to be a difficult year, particularly for the young people that have started their careers, over leveraged, bought a nice house, couple of nice cars no extra cash and then you know interest rates are going to come up cost but does that not mean if you're predicting a bloodbath then are you not thinking that then people will be like less likely to want to get started in property and possibly but surely it's the most it's the time that most people should be getting more education mm-hmm. financially getting you know buying assets getting extra streams of income rather than just relying on a single source like single job that should have something on the side something else that's building not just relying on an economy or an industry that they, that they work in um, mm. So that was my thought process. Was, was go d- dive deep into that. Yeah, I usually do two or three workshops a year. I'm going to try and double it, um, but I'm going to try and split it and do flipping workshops, buy to let workshops, and keep my workshops very my main one base for beginners. Because I get people come on going, oh, I'm, I want to come on the workshop, but I'm, I'm a beginner. Well, this is actually fucking directed at you. This is the overview of all the strategies, whether it be sourcing, how to source deals, how to fund them, how to buy to let strategies, flip strategies, HMO, you kind of you oversee them all, do a bit of an overview. So I'm going to make that very much beginner focused and then diversify in another couple of workshops, whether it be flipping, raising finance, scaling up a buy to let portfolio. I want to use, I really want to use the, the, the business that Sam and I have built over the last, we've only been in business three years, I think just after the podcast was started. And you know, we've went from zero in that company to a hundred properties with none of our own money in three years, but that's only because we had a basic knowledge behind us. We would have knowledge and experience, but we've applied it together in the right sense that we're teaching on the workshop. So I wanted to do one on on that. So if people were really looking to scale mm. up a bylet portfolio, what systems do you need in place, what skill sets, what you know, yeah. you need to do. I'm gonna challenge you here though, because like obviously I mean I believe in what you do and all that. And I've, if if there's anybody that I was going to pay to get education from, it'd be somebody like yourself who's actually doing it, right? Can but, we take a clip of that and use that from my website? Take a clip. Like. But what I'm saying is, if you've now stopped doing it and you're saying, I'm not going to buy any properties now for next year, but you're still teaching people that this is a good time to get involved in property, how do you... 
you know, like I'm I'm not buying into you anymore because I've I've been like, that. wow, check what Stephen's done over last year. I'll go and get some t- coaching off of him. That's the reason I would come to you. But if you're saying no, I don't think this is a good time where I'm taking a a, a break in my own investing. Why would you think that people still come and pay to get education off of you? Why not? I don't understand why not. But I, firstly, I'd probably say that me me looking at it from a teaching point of view and showing people, I feel like I'm getting lost in the way I would go with it. So if, I, so if I'm going from zero to 100 properties in three years in that company, what's my next stage? Is it buying hotels? Is it doing something else? Is it doing right. HMO builds? Is it doing a new build development? Then I lose touch of what it actually takes to get one or two buy like properties and start the portfolio. So I'm, I'm more inclined to saying that it's probably the opposite effect, that if I was to keep growing my investment, I'd lose touch of what it was, do, what it was like to do at the start. Because you know, as much as I've been involved in property for 16, 17 years, that portfolio myself and Stam started was three years ago. Me going to Aberdeen four years ago was almost like starting from scratch. I knew no, no one, had no network, had no people in my community up there, had, had no one there to help me get deals, manage the process, refurb them, any idea with the finance market. So yeah, it's, it's th- fresh in my mind. Three years ago, we were getting interest rates for fucking 3% and all the rest of it. Do you know what I mean? Now it's like got a lot harder. So, But the numbers still get plugged in the exact same. You know, mm-hmm. my numbers are still getting plugged in for that portfolio excellent. Now at five percent rather than a one percent arrangement fee, the, the numbers are the numbers. It's how you negotiate the the, the price. Okay, on hindsight, I, we did we did get twenty seven and a half percent discount on that portfolio. If I had known the interest rates, uh, the arrangement fees would have been five percent. I would have negotiated at thirty one percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would have got that. A lot no, I mean it. totally. And like, at the end of the day, do you know what I mean? I think that property investing is still a great long term strategy, and you know that my business is built on that as well. So, you know. The fact that you're still teaching people that property is a good thing, I totally get. All I'm saying is part of the part of the attraction, you know, if I'm looking at it for me, part of the attraction to yourself was over all the other property gurus out there is that I can see Stephen's doing what I want to be doing just now. So the minute you stop doing well, that, I'm only pausing, Nick. I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm only pausing. <laughs> I, I, you know, see if see if you're getting started in property right now and you buy a. A three bed ex council house, and you yeah. buy it like like Alex Walker was talking about in our, in our previous episode. If if you're buying at a certain point, you're paying six percent ADS, but and your mortgage rates five or six percent, you've got a, a, a mortgage is four hundred pound. Your income is now so much higher that new let. My problem right now is we've just went fucking mental with my own portfolio yeah. and one I've got with Sam for the last three years. That we've scaled it up. There's some that are well under market rent. There's some mortgages coming to a fixed term ending soon that I want to. Able to mitigate. I want to have a realistic view on that. If you're still in acquisition mode heavily, you're losing touch with what's um, going on in the portfolio. And I think that's where people would make mistakes by just going too gung ho when there's a lot of uncertainty right now. Whereas we can exit expensive debt, go into cheaper debt, sell some off, liquidate, become liquid. If there is more opportunities coming up right now, you can snap them up. Um, so yeah, it's, it's more tidying up behind us. You know, it's like you create the yeah. mess, you create the fucking chaos in a business. It's more like, right, how do we clean this up behind us and make sure that we're, we've, we've safeguarded it, we've not been stupid, we've not over-leveraged, we've not overexposed ourselves, like we are overexposed in a flipping Aberdeen, to be fair, now that we've just been adding mm. another 50 in Aberdeen. But, yeah. Just- I guess the good thing is, is about keeping it current and mm. to this market. So no point in you going in there with course content no. about how to do the BRR strategy and, you know, this is, got, I got all my money back out. This was a deal that I did three years ago. Exactly. No point right. in teaching that shit because right. people are going to go out there and fail. Uh, yeah, and it's okay to do it on theory base, but this is the reality of what we're in right now. So, mm-hmm. 
this next workshop in November is going to be exactly that. When you're when you're arranging your back let mortgage, what's your arrangement fee? It's five percent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Five, that number in your deals. You're, if you've got a hundred grand property, you're paying five grand on a fucking fee. Your mortgage it just is what it is. How do you figure that out? Well, you negotiate yeah. five grand off when you buy. When you buy, you you make your money. Um, so yeah, I, I completely agree. It's been relevant in that space and making sure that you're aye. And without obviously, you know, um, you know, bumming you up too much, I did go on one of your courses and I was. It was good to see you stand up there and look at the downsides as well. Yeah. And say, look, these are the negatives, these are the pitfalls, these are what you need to watch out. So I think it's you not know, even that. So it's to prepare for it. Like you're talk, you spoke about earlier as well about the maintenance side of it. People don't factor that maintenance, and they just think, oh, I'm, I'm getting three hundred pound a month, four hundred pound yeah. a month for that that property. That's what it is. And then the minute I have to spend eight hundred quid on the but you again, again, it's like, what the fuck? This is this has been your downfall as an educator and oh, yeah. a, a guru as well, because obviously <laughs> you could have been making far more money if you making uh, if you're talking shit basically. <laughs> Whereas you're too honest. For you. Well, this is the thing. You are honest, and this, this I like that about you. Yeah. This I, is why we got on well because we're both very authentic and we couldn't really bullshit anyone. Mm-hmm. The way we do business, the way we authentically do business, the way we are, our integrity means more to us than anything else, and that reputation's that we've built on. I, th- I think you can, you know, we're working with people that are yeah. that we see the same qualities that we want for ourselves as well. Right. Um, so I couldn't sit there and fucking bullshit someone and be like, "Oh no, here, here's here's the dream, here's what you do." I, I like to tell people what's possible and yeah. probably showcase a little bit on TikTok or Instagram and make it look. Here's what's possible. Yeah. It looks a bit goury, but no, it's just to show you that there's there's there's, a, there's an opportunity there to, to make money in property. But here's the reality of it. And yeah, you're right. That doesn't serve me well. And and if I was to do some course on business. And marketing and scaling up my business, they'd probably say my marketing is completely fucking horrendous because you're being too honest and not showcasing the the positive. You're showcasing the negatives as well. Mm-hmm. So even here, but do you really want to go down that route? <sighs> do you want to be that guy? No, do you know what I mean. That's selling the dream. The, the people that the people that come to my workshop, I know I'm going to work with the majority of these people. The, mm-hmm. one, the ones that that get that that take it seriously, apply themselves, take the knowledge on, and go and take action. They're going to come back and work with me at some point. You know, they're going to come in and be like. No, I really respect the fact that I got real education. I didn't get sold down the fucking sold the dream. I failed. I've borrowed money from my mom, dad, X, Y, and Z. Now I've lost it. What I'm telling you is re- reality. I'm yeah. showing you the pitfalls. I'm showing you the reality of it. So if these guys stay in the game for the next, you know, four, five, ten years and make it, you no, know, take advantage of the opportunities that are coming in the marketplace very soon. Then these will be the guys that will be coming to me with deals and adventures and joint ventures and investments and whatever. So it's it's, it's going to grow my business authentically, and I think grow on a, you know, if you were sell, I think if you were selling the dream bullshit, for me the business would be would be yes, it'd be good cash, it'd be liquid, but the business would be, be based on a, a foundation of sand, not a foundation of brick. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like having that integrity and just keeping it that okay, I'm not making the money, but I could be. Yeah. But it's a good solid foundation of business, and hopefully that will stay. The course of whatever's coming. Aye. Keep doing what you're doing, mate. Keep being honest. Keep being authentic, and it, you'll be fine. What really fucking riles me up, just to go off on a rant about property education, just to finish off, is that we're still getting like Facebook ads popping up, and I need to figure out how to Such actually ads. block these people. So the Facebook ads that pop up from a Scottish property trainer who I'm not going to name because we'll get into Some, bother. Something that's better, better than market in the meaning, if you, if you can see that. Somebody's <laughs> spending a fucking shitload on Facebook ads because even my wife's getting them now as well. Uh, but the, the headline fucking phrase is replace your income, replace your job income or something like that. I can't remember the exact word terminology. Replace your income through property in six months or whatever the time scale is. I'm just like, 
It's fucking bullshit, man. Well, I mean, it's not bullshit. It, can, it is possible, but it depends on what you want, what business you want, and what you want to put into. You know it yourself. If you, if you sourced in six months, in six months, if you learn a skill set to source properties in Glasgow, say it's bullshit. And you, and let's you could, not even get in there, mate. It's bullshit. We're making two hundred pound a month on each fucking buy to let. Hey, but then you're looking at buy to let. So this, he could be talking now about completely about sourcing deals. If you source one deal a month at two grand. There you go. There's your income. The average income is two grand a month. You've sourced the deal. Let's see how but, let's see how many people succeed in you, that. Aye, and I think this is the difference with what what I'm doing as well. Is I want to, mine's is based on wealth creation and legacy and generational wealth and 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 building something that I can support you long term. If you create a sourcing business and you have to replace your job in six months, unless you build up a team and a business around that, which is going to take years, which is very difficult in a sourcing business. You could place a job, but you're, you're creating another job for yourself. So you now have got to source properties every month to get your income. Yeah. Whereas that, the way we do property, I suppose, is is the long term game. It's building yeah. up the assets, building them in a portfolio. No, not taking up and not taking the income from it, reinvesting income in the properties, yeah. growing more and, and scaling that up. And that. So what I'm saying is, the minute that I see fucking Facebook ads <laughs> with you and Sam saying that replace your income within six months, you're getting fucking defriended, <laughs> getting and blocked. this podcast is over. <laughs> yeah, there you first, guys. So, guys, thanks for listening. It's been a good catch up, a good chat, and uh, hope you get value as always. Take care. Super, guys. Cheers. And if you could leave us a review. We would really, really appreciate it. it. helps us reach more people with the podcast. Thanks. Well, I've got loads of reviews. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're <laughs> trying to, try to uh, grow that. Thanks a lot, guys.